Hey, thank you for downloading our podcast, everyone. Good on you. We're playing you uh, a whole swag of stuff um, and celebrating some of the stuff that we've already done this year. Yeah, and everybody likes to help people with problems or even just hear other people's problems so you know that your problems aren't as big as everyone else's. And you, Abby, are our agony aunt who helps out the people of Brisbane with your Dear Abby segment. <laughs> yeah, if you do have an issue, you can send an email to abby at hit105.com.au. What do they say? A uh, problem shared is... A problem, problem on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that, a problem, problem shared, shared is a problem, problem halved. Yeah. People that share their problems on Facebook anymore, they hint at them. Oh, that's true. I can't even today. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. But you know what? If you're going to screw me over like this again, then we're going to know your true colours. You yeah. know who you are. <laughs> who are you talking about? Yeah. Tell me. Say my name. Tag him. Come Can't, on. I, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, but imagine if you went into a psychologist and you sat down and you said, I can't even today. I'm so down. I would Tell do me that. about that. Like, I, I can't tell you about it. I would no. do that sometimes when I was forced to do therapy. Oh, yeah. You'd be yeah, like, I don't time. really want to talk about it. And they'd have a way of getting you to talk. And then often you'd have to like lay down and not look at them. Because <laughs> you're more likely to talk much. But I was oh, like, I remember okay. once I was going, I feel, I'm boring myself and I feel like you'd be going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> they would like those though, because they would be the ones where they just sit there. They're still getting paid the same. They yeah. don't really have to do much. Or do the opposite now. Go to your psychologist and walk in and go, I've got some great news. <laughs> what is it? Can't tell you yet. <laughs> 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 it's coming. We go to a psychiatrist you know? and go, what, what seems to be the problem? Uh, I've lost the urge to kill. Uh, <laughs> it's really, it's really affecting yeah. my day to day. Yeah, I need it back. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I've got this person who I was planning on knocking off and, <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, Dear Abby, we helped a lot of people out. Here we go. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, sh- gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got a problem, having an argument with your partner or maybe with your friends, which is what this situation is, you can send an email to dearabby at hit105.com.au. You can remain anonymous. I'm conflicted over this one. Okay. It says, Dear Abby, am I being shallow or are my friends not appreciating I want to be the pretty one on my wedding day? So they can't be in my bridal party. I think both of those statements are shallow, <laughs> But thank you for the email, so I won't say that. Uh, My boyfriend is now my fiancé after he proposed on the weekend at Byron. When I told my two best friends, they joked that they better be able to have a say in the bridesmaids' dresses as they think my style is too out there. I replied honestly and said, I'm so sorry, I'm not sure I'll have them as my bridesmaids. My two best friends are a size 6 and an 8, and I'm a size 20. Ah. I know I bring up my weight whilst they don't, but they are two beautiful girls, and I don't want to be the la- their large friend on the wedding day. I've always felt like that every time we go out, and I often take the photos um, for Instagram as I don't want to be the big chick tagged in them. Mm. I want to be the pretty one, not the one on the, bridesma- on the, on the day as a bride with the hot bridesmaids. My friend cracked it and said that I was shallow and that she had me as a bridesmaid. But I did say I did offer to not be one if I didn't fit if I didn't fit in. I thought my friends would appreciate me being real and they wouldn't understand what it feels like to be the fat friend. My friends have now said that they will not forgive me for not including them into the bridal party on the day. But isn't it my wedding to do what I want? Mm, 13, 10, 60. I think if this was the other way around, yeah. people would go, oh, how dare you? 
Oh, yeah, if you said, I don't want fat people in my photos, you, they, they, that person would be torn to shreds. But also, one of my best friends mm. didn't invite me to be a bridesmaid, and I was a little bit shocked. Because who she had as a bridesmaid, I was like, that's weird that she asked them. And then she got drunk on her hens and told me that her mum suggested not to have me because she didn't want to have another blonde in the bridal party. Right. And I had never forgiven her. <laughs> <laughs> but it, she, she, I bring it up. Time. But she is right. It's her wedding. She can do whatever she wants. And that's that it would be a horrible feeling. M. Radichowski, the uh, famous uh, supermodel, yes. she just posted she's got um, a new swimwear line for bigger ladies as well. And she posted a photo of her next to a larger sized lady and got crucified for it. Everyone going, what are you doing to this poor woman? How do you think she's going to feel? The chick was all for it. But she got body shamed. And she's but like, then you're saying that yeah. larger people can't be beautiful. And I often disagree with that because I don't know if people can upstage the bride. Mm-hmm. I stand by that. Cause everyone looks at the bride. Everyone's obsessed with the bride. You can't upstage them. She should have just said, I'm not having bridesmaids at all. We're doing something different. Because what she's effectively said there is, you're my friend, but you're a skinny bitch, and I hate you for that. <laughs> That's how they're taking it. Well, she's saying in every other moment she sort of feels like it, but on her wedding day... She doesn't want to feel that way. I told you, I'm conflicted. It's a, This is very bizarre, friends, this friends one. friends first, unless they make you feel bad, but then why are you friends with them? Uh, what if it was siblings? You couldn't be... That That would make it even worse. Mm. I don't know. Maybe you know how she feels. Maybe you've gone, no, you can't be in my bridal party. You're going to ruin the photos. Jesse and Carindale, what do you think? Um, I understand that from being the biggest person of the friend group. Yeah. But um, it, it's shallow. Like, yeah, just get over it. They're your best friends. Why would you rather be fake friends with someone just so that you can look better in your photos? when you can actually enjoy the day with your best friends. So you can understand what she means, but you still think she should have her friends in the bridal party? Absolutely. I've been the big one my whole life. Um, I was a bridesmaid in my friend's wedding um, a few years ago, and then last year my friend got married and apologised that I wouldn't fit into the dress so she didn't have me as a bridesmaid. Um, and, yeah, it's embarrassing, but I kind of understand it. At the same time, I'm like, you could have gotten another dress. Yeah, you yeah. totally could have yeah. got another dress. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, plus, don't you say to the bridesmaid, go get fitted for the dress? You don't yeah. just buy it and hope she it's probably got it off the rack. Yeah, right. Rebecca in Deception Bay, what do you think about it? Um, I honestly, as the bigger girl myself, I think um, she's got nothing to worry about. The bride is the most beautiful person on her wedding day regardless. It doesn't matter whether she's got fat or skinny friends. And I, I just think that she should just go with it. And if they're not going to be happy not being bridesmaids, then are they really good friends at all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was the fat out-of-town bridesmaid at my sister-in-law's second wedding. Um, and I was uncomfortable because the whole bridal party was skinny. Mm. And I was the size 20. And I had this horrible blue dress on. And it also depends on what colour they pick for the dresses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wore this horrible blue dress and it made me look like a big walking bruise. Yeah. It was right. horrible. It was it, terrible. It sounds like she's not comfortable with herself and that's why. Yeah. Because if yeah. you were happy, then you'd be... Yeah, all right. Jack in Burpengary, from a guy's perspective, what do you think? Hey, uh, I reckon she's just being stupid, to be honest with you. Like, she's thrown away these perfectly good friends because she's overweight. Like, instead of focusing on them being too skinny, why doesn't she focus on her getting skinnier? Yeah, so you mean maybe <laughs> maybe she'll feel better about herself if she lost yeah, some weight? Yeah, because that seems like the main problem. She's 
like she's not happy with how she looks. Mm. So she's thrown away some good friendships. Yeah. Mm. You yeah. think so too? If she changes her mind now, the damage is probably already done. Like if she ch- if she went back to them and said, "Hey, do you want to actually have another thing? You can't be in my bridal party." They're going to go, "Nah." Well, then that's their issue. Yeah. I think if someone comes if it's, and apologises, yeah. you, you have to be have to be understanding to their feelings. And I always think you can't upstage the the bride. And then I thought about Kate Middleton's sister. Yeah, uh-huh. has that been the only instance? No, <laughs> the well, bum. Well, at the end of the day, the bridesmaids are always interesting because they're generally they're single. wearing the same thing. So <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. That's the thing. I think if this, you'd be more worried about a single bridesmaid because the single guys they're at a wedding. You know, they they linger around. <laughs> Do you? Not, I've, I've been married for years, so not me. I don't think they're always single. No, but what I'm saying is <laughs> oh. if Pippa was, if Pippa was married Pippa. up, everyone yeah. would be like, oh, look, it's Pippa. Yeah. And because she's single, they're like, look at Pippa. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Danny, first time on Elsa. Welcome from Goodna. What do you think about this? So I personally have been a big girl my whole life. Uh-huh. I got married last year and I had two thin bridesmaids as well. If she truly is really good friends with these people, they will make her feel like she is a supermodel on her day. No matter of her size, because that's what my bridesmaids made me feel like. So I think that she just needs to have trust in herself, because no matter the size, like all the eyes are going to be on her anyway. Mm. So she's not marrying them. She's not marrying anyone else. She's marrying her fiancé. So all she should really be concentrating on is thinking of what her fiancé is going to think of her. Yeah. And good point, though, from a perspective of the bridesmaids, rather than getting antsy, maybe they should be reassuring her yeah. a little mm. bit too. And on the other hand, she's got a good few months to fatten them up. That's <laughs> happened before, remember? Yeah. There was a girl that was giving her sisters protein shakes and with extra them. fat in them to try and get them bigger. Oh, and you telling know, them it know, was Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Brides-to-be brides to be are the most sane people out there. <laughs> hey, your words... Not ours. Thanks, Danny. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Got a little bit of a problem, or maybe you just want to get clarification that you are correct. Because ah. that's always rewarding. <laughs> uh, so send an email, dear Abby, A W Y, by the way, at hit105.com.au. This one has written, Dear Abby. Uh, I've recently been approved into an apartment uh, complex uh, for my partner and I in our dream location. The apartment is perfect, fits in our budget, etc. Uh, but we put in multiple applications for different properties. This is the one that we got approved for. Um, the thing is, a friend slash work colleague, or so I thought was a friend, was very excited at first um, and then all of a sudden over the weekend sent me this message. Now, it ends up it's in the same complex as the friend work colleague. Oh, right. Okay. Well, if you if you living and work, uh, sorry, if you're working in the same area, you want to be close to work. Yeah. Mm. So they wrote me a direct message on Facebook saying that we've invaded her privacy and we should have consulted her in our decision. My partner and I are private people ourselves, but we never thought that we'd have to consult someone else in our decision making. And we honestly don't care what she does in her own time. She's worried about what to do if she sees us in the lift or the pool. And I told her, why don't we just be normal and just say hi? Uh, but she's trying to not take our personal issues into the workplace. Am I in the wrong? She wants to bring a different guy home every day. She doesn't want the guys from work yeah. to see it happen. 13, 10, 60. Because I, I, you think about it. You know sometimes your, your home is your sanctuary, sanctuary. And then all of a sudden you're bringing other people into it and yeah. you're not expecting it. It's like seeing someone at a supermarket aisle and then having to see them at every single aisle. And, you know, you just go, you know what? I only want to grab a few things and I'll go back to the car. She's up to something. 
You think? She's got something to hide. She could be harbouring a fugitive. No. Yep. <laughs> That's I a don't leap. think so. She leap. just said that she feels like it's gone into a, a personal privacy you know, issue. Like there's some people at work you don't want to see outside of work. What about if someone here mm. bought a house next door to you? Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't think that that wouldn't concern me too much. You're yelling, you carry on, the way you talk to the kids, they come but back. That's no around. different to the way I am around this joint. No, you're consistent. Maybe these are different sort of people. <laughs> Would you feel uncomfortable if someone moved next door? You, you'd feel a little bit like, yeah. if you like them, that's fine, but you'd still feel a little bit like, oh, so then do I have to invite them over? Yeah. Or well, we were even worried when we moved in across the road from our friends because we were over there when we were house hunting and saw the for sale sign, and we thought about it for a while, like, is that going to work? Is it going to be Did weird? Did you consult them? Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe that's the thing. Yeah. I and mean, you're caught up at the Barden Country Club often, so that's kind of... And I mean, with the acreage <laughs> that you guys have, yeah. you there's enough space. Them, do you? No, that's all And then you can share <laughs> butler and everything. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I guess it works in well, but I don't know, with this complex, it might be a bit smaller. Well, so, they need to work harder. Are we... <laughs> We're asking on 13, 10, 60, does this friend have the right to say you're not allowed to move into my complex? Yeah. Does she, does she have a right to say it's an invasion of privacy? I should have been consulted. Sheridan and Griffin, what do you think about this sitch? You. I have uh, actually had something similar happen. I moved into an estate that I found out that one of my work colleagues actually lived uh, lived in. Uh-huh. And when we were applying to move in, we uh, told her where we were moving. And um, she was fine with it. But I think even if she wasn't, it's not really her place to decide where we live. You know, the house ticked all our boxes. It was perfect yeah. for us. It was perfect for work. Um, realistically, it's it's their house. They're not going to be spending their whole time, you know, in the in the lobby or in the elevator or in the pool. You know, they're going to be spending more of their time in their house. So if they bump into their neighbour every now and again, it really shouldn't be that much of a problem. Have you found it awkward bumping into them? No, not really. Like we've even had playdates yeah, right. since Good moving enough. in. You know, yeah. it's actually we found it more convenient. Yeah. You know, we've got each other close by to discuss work if we need to. Um, it's, yeah, we we haven't found a problem with it at all. All right. Well, 131060, if you want to join in. Jessica, first time on air, welcome from Ipswich. What do you think? Should they ask permission or consulted them before they accepted the offer? Honestly, I think it had nothing to do with this so-called friend. It's a little bit of pot calling the, the kettle black. So the friend wants to be consulted on a personal matter oh, yeah. when it was personal for the original couple. It, oh, yeah. It's just... Kettle calling the pot black. It has nothing to do with them. Same like the first caller, their house, their rules. They didn't need to consult anyone. Just yeah. kind of get over it. Mm. Yeah, you're invading my privacy by moving in here, but I want to make all the decisions based on your life. It's a good yeah. point. Thanks, right. Jess. <laughs> all right, Belinda in Calumbell, what do you think? I think they should just, you know, if it's such an issue, go around to all the other you know, people in the complex and then go, majority rules, I'm moving in anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Take a a vote, you reckon? You know, look, you can always just... Do you or do you not get in an elevator and just say hello to someone to be nice and pleasant for the day? Yeah. Yeah. I think she's thinking that maybe they need to be... You don't have to know them. You don't have to... You spend, what, about 58% of your time in your own home anyway. Yeah. The rest of the time you're at work or doing your own thing. I mean, you run into everybody sooner or later anyway. Belinda, my wife, she does a great job of pretending not to know me at home. So I'm not sure why those two can't do it in a complex. That's right. See, it's perfect. Hey, I 
my own house and my kids can completely ignore me and pretend I don't exist. It's the way it works. You're woke, Belinda. It is. Thank you very much. Well, everyone said you shouldn't have consulted, you should just move in. So there you go. There you go. Go for it. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. I do like other people's problems, you know. I like helping out. It makes you feel normal too, doesn't it? Oh, so (laughs) normal. Because you're like, really, you argue about that one. And I do get some beautiful ones, some really serious ones, and we do put them on air. But if you want to send me any of them, you can. Dear Abby at hit105.com.au. Because there's a few which I don't feel uh, maybe important enough to put on air for a full segment. Right. Yeah, okay. But I still, I think they're, they're worthy yeah, okay. of a little bit of love. Yeah, right. So I thought I might just do a few in summary. Right. Hit us. So one of them has said, Dear Abby, uh, wallpaper, question mark. My wife wants to put it on her house, but I think it should be left in the 70s. Thoughts? It's coming back, isn't it? It is coming back. That's yeah. what I think your wife's going on about. But you've got to remember, if you want to take them off, you've got to strip all the wall. Oh, it's a nightmare. And you've got to do it all again. Yeah. So you're going to have to really choose the ones that you want. Hard to do, too. Is that a man? A man, yeah. yes. Oh, that's cute. Oh, you, As oh, if he sorry. has a choice. <laughs> you, uh, you'll be getting wallpaper. You'll yes. love it. Enjoy the wallpaper. <laughs> what? When did it? Because it used to be the thing. Everyone used it. You used to, you know, you'd wet the walls with the glue, then you'd have to put it I up. It's and... coming back. I think you're right. Uh. Uh, you'll find out with the next season of The Block. That's true. Um, someone has written, um, Abby, we did an app trying to work out what your ne- next hair colour should be. Want to know what you're going to do? Uh, apparently they put in red and bleach blonde. Right. Oh, so they took a, the photo of you where you can change, change it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So they said, do you want those photos? Um, <laughs> yes. I am going yes, she to, does. Do I? Yes, we I'm do. I'm going to go natural for a while. This is my natural hair colour. It's very dark. Yeah. Almost close to dark brown, black, would you say? Well, it matches um, your eyebrow. Yeah, I know. For the first time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it'll... Uh, no, I think it'll be lighter than you think when it gets longer. Okay. You think? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one is written, uh, Dear Abby, my girlfriend and I went to a Subway sh- uh, subway store five minutes before the closing time. I saw that they were mostly packed up and I said, I'm so sorry, we will leave. My girlfriend said to them, uh, no, sorry, you shouldn't be closing for another five minutes, so we will order, please. I was so embarrassed, I left and waited in the car. We had a huge fight. Who was in the right? He was. Yes, I 100%. Still, I still ate the sub because I was uh, hungry. I used to hate that because I used to do the clothes. And he was in the right. Yes, well, I used to do the clothes at Subway. No, no, no. Hang on. The guy wanted to stay in order? No, no, no. no. The did. guy went in and said, I saw that they were half packed up, so I said, I'm so sorry, we'll leave. The girlfriend said, no, you're still open for another five minutes, so we'll order, please. No, I'm on her side. No. I used to do the clothes. You've got to get stuff ready to get it all sorted, and you've emptied the Bay Marie of the hot water that keeps the meatballs hot. It's all done. Just nah, because it's, it's a time on the time on the that you get paid to the time on the the d- door. No, no, no. You have got to stay open. I will in a Westfield. Yeah. Just because you've shut your little roller down oh, you, halfway, you do not bend under. It, it, I definitely bend under. You no, that's a sign. No, that's hundred percent a sign for people who are allowed to exit, but you're not allowed to come in. Yeah. No, at five to nine. I'm coming in, mate. I've come all the way to Kmart yeah. at 9 o'clock, just before 9, because I have to get something, or Woolworths. I don't care that you put your roller door down. If it was one past nine, I'd go, fair's enough, but you're still open. That's on you. But they're still open in order to let people out, not to let people in. No, you're allowed to be in there. Would you go to Disneyland like that? Yes. Yeah, I'd pay full price. <laughs> <laughs> pay full price, go in for five, and go, see, that was, that was my ride. Right. <laughs>
and then leave. It's that's different because if I'm just in there to get a bit of milk or something or to grab a subway, mm. no, you can't. I used to work in retail and I used to always do the teal about 15 yeah. minutes before because I hadn't seen a customer for an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. And they come in at the last moment and you're like, oh, yeah. God. Come on. The teal's not an issue anymore, though, because of everyone pays on FPOS. So you count count up the cash. Yeah, but I've pressed that sweet. little tally on the, on the oh, FPOS which, machine well, and it's done it? the whole, yeah. yeah. No, I believe up until the minute... You should try it. Go to a few stores and see your uh, the customer service that they give you. Yeah. They give discount, do they? <laughs> Become like oh, no. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got an issue, can even be a funny one. I'm enjoying some of the ones that people send through. Oh, yeah. Uh, but dear Abby at hit105.com.au is the email. This one is interesting. As they all are. <laughs> this one, finally. Finally, this one is interesting. Good on you, Brisbane. Wait a I can see her point of view and her daughter's point of view. She's written, Dear Abby, my granddaughter is beautiful. Oh, disclaimer at the top. She does, however, have ears that stick out like my daughter did. We had her ears pinned back. And I thought clearly she would remember, and she isn't silly. She can see the photos of her younger before we did it. But she has said that her daughter is beautiful just the way she is, and she doesn't need it. Kids should learn not to tease, not my granddaughter having to change. Uh. I don't understand. Why put her through being teased if it's a simple thing you could do? So grandma wants her granddaughter's ears pinned back. Yes. It's Volkswagen door shut. Oh, whoa, way. Were you like that at school? (laughs) Yeah, I was. Were you? Yeah. To be fair. You don't say that. He has he has defining features, which he would have copped flack about, so he's, that's true. he's what, in just a... Just because you get teased, you're allowed no, to tease? That is not what that we're teaching people. That is not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is... From big forehead over here, <laughs> it's not nice to <laughs> hey, be teased. Hey, hey, hey. Come on, big teeth. Hey, uh, this is the could thing, though. any other part. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? The obvious. Is he trying to... Okay. Yeah. All right, good yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, she, she's not admitting that she's had her own ears pinned back. Yeah, but maybe she doesn't know. Well, she would know. Well, Grandma, or her mum has just said she's seen photos of herself when yeah, she, she was little. Yeah, but she hasn't admitted to her that she had her ears pinned yeah. back. But would you think you'd just grow into your ears? No, I'm, your ears grow with you. Uh, yeah, um, my cousin had them done when he was younger, so is I think it he painful? can get them. No, I, th- I don't think so. And apparently, it's a very simple thing. And he got them done probably around about five, because that's when your ears have finished growing. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Esther, um, my wife had like a, a birthmark on her forehead. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was actually getting bigger as oh, she yeah. got older. Her mum got they actually took skin from behind her ear. Oh, yeah. And they regrafted over it so she didn't. It was like the you know the you see people with like red birthmarks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like Gorbachev. Yeah, is that what they're called? Yeah. Um, and Has then she yeah. Got a scar there now. Yeah, but you, I, you can't see it unless she points it out. And you can see a faint scar there. But her mum did that when she was like three, I well, think. I yeah, wish right. I'd have got braces. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. We just could never afford them. Well, then I, I moved know. out. My mum got braces in a pool. Yeah. <laughs> she was, sa- she, she was <laughs> saving. She, she was saving. That's why. <laughs> yep. She, she told you you don't need to stab your beautiful just where you are. <laughs> yeah, yes. She, I held out her hand with an apple on it. <laughs> <laughs> I went on 131060. What do you think about this? Should she maybe insist on it, or should we just accept the way you are? Because people say that, and I love it, and it's very oh, yeah. beautiful to people to be able to do that. But we do. We change our appearance yeah. to try totally. and look better. Totally. Would you pin your kids? Uh, 
I think the first time that they got teased, yeah, I probably would. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I would go, no way. You, you, you'd you be beautiful just the way you are, stand up to that. But then I'd be like, oh, my God. But you got to do it when they're really young because you can't do it like eight or nine. Yeah. It's, mm. I reckon it's got to be under five before school. Maybe you've got your uh, your kids' ears pinned back. Anonymous joins us. Hi. Hey, how are you going? We're good. What do you think? That's good. Yeah, um, I think that she should get it done while she's younger. Just uh, from a personal perspective, I got it done in my 30s. Um, but I went through a lot of teasing in primary school and secondary school that really impacted my self-esteem. So I think the younger you are, you can avoid all of that because although my parents taught me different strategies to cope with it, it still affected me. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then did you yeah. find when you got it done in your 30s, it became a thing again for a little while because everyone was like, hey, did you get your... Well, I think the reason I got it done in my 30s is because then I was away from those people. Oh. Um, right, okay. So, yeah. yeah, I think it would definitely be harder to get it done in when you hit secondary school. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's okay. always hard when someone turns up to work after they've had something done and you're like, I don't know whether I'm allowed to ask. Yeah. Do you just stare awkwardly? <laughs> <laughs> right at their nose. <laughs> Sarah in Carindale, what do you think about getting his pin back for kids? Hi, guys. Um, I think it's, I definitely should do it when they're young before all of that emotional trauma sets in. Um, I haven't had my ears pinned back, but I've had cartilage taken from the back of my ear to, um, to have a rhinoplasty. Uh, and oh. it is a bit painful. What's, but, what's that? That's nose job. Oh, nose, nose job. job. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, it is a bit painful to sleep on afterwards right. when you've had that procedure done but you can actually even do it um you can do the procedure awake so oh, wow. afterwards after i had my um, rhinoplasty I actually ended up working for some of the doctors that um did my procedure and um the amount of patients that came in because of bullying right. um having not had it done earlier was just amazed me so i think if you really love your kids personally just Get there's done. enough bullying happening for all sorts of reasons in school and it's something that you can probably stop and you've got the means to do it, then definitely do it. Mm. I know, because you always go, well, wait a minute, kids just shouldn't bully and if it's not ears, would it be something else? Yeah. But we don't live in that world. 100% of people saying um, get it done at the moment. Amelia, what are your thoughts on this? Um, Hi. My my son and I both had the procedure done. I had mine done when I was 12 and then um, passed on that lovely genetic coding to him. Um, But we we didn't speak to him about the operation until he was 12 because we felt it's not our call to make. Um, It's his body. And so um, we wanted to build that resilience in him. Um, So we always, you know, just let him know, yeah, you know, your ears do stick out. They are a bit different. Um, but if anyone ever says anything to you and they say you've got big ears, you just say, well, you've got a big mouth and you walk away. Yeah. yeah. Um, Good comeback. And the funny thing was he just took that and he just had this, you know, I've, I've got a bit of attitude, so he had the attitude yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, and, and that trauma didn't hold because um, we had given him tools early on. Yeah. Um, and then when he was 15, he goes, you know what, I think I, I, I want to have my hair cut really short, but I want to have my ears fixed so that I can do that. So he was, you know, he had built an image of himself that he wanted, who he wanted to be. Yeah. And so then he chose. Yeah, so we're right. like, yep, cool, no worries, have it done. And by That's that stage, it's probably clip, not yeah. about the bullying, it's more probably about the dating, to be honest. He probably sees it as more, you know, if 
for a more aesthetic look rather yeah. than for the, the teasing of it. Uh, well, everyone's saying go for it, except we might have something different. From North Lakes, we've got Abby. Hi. Hi. What are your thoughts? Um, I sort of wish I hadn't done it now because I had my daughter's done when she was five and the, the surgery, the first surgery, the ears came back out again after a week. Oh. And, and then the second, we went back again a year later and had it done again and then she had allergic reactions to stitches which caused cysts all behind oh. her ears and she's very self-conscious of it now so I honestly wish you I just hadn't, hadn't done, done it. it. Yeah. Yeah, like I had mine done when I was a kid and had no problems, but obviously she did. Oh, no. I sort of wish now that, you know, I would have left it up to her to make the decision if she wanted it done or not. Yeah. I guess guess you're trying to do the nice thing, yeah. Well, uh, most people have said do it, and 99% say do it while they're young as well. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got an issue, you can send an email, dearabby at hit105.com.au. I've got one from a, a girl that said her and her brother are really concerned. Her elderly father's uh, has had the neighbour take over power of attorney and has been added to his will since his wife passed away two years ago. She wants to know if anyone else has been through this. Jess, hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, Jess, has this happened to you? Um, yes, it has. So I am um, a solicitor. I have my own law firm, but um, I do have a personal experience about this. My father was involved in a very serious motorcycle accident, uh-huh. and he'd met a woman online um, they'd been dating for about four years and he was in intensive care for a few days and she stepped up um, assuming the role of the decision maker trying to make health decisions for him right. uh, so my brother and I um, gave some forms to the doctors because there is a process involved where if someone doesn't have one of these documents in place you can essentially make an application to the court or to QCAT um, and then a judge decides who's the best person to be making those decisions. Right. Ah. So we gave those forms to the medical doctors because obviously he was in a coma. He wasn't able to make decisions for himself. Um, and in the meantime, thank God, he woke up and he was coming too. But then she turned it all around on us. Like we were trying to go after his money, mm-hmm. that we were trying to, you know, take him away from her or anything like that. I mean, she you know, has issues with drugs. So um, I was very concerned for his safety and, and what kind of environment he was going back into. Yeah. Um, and now it's completely blown up in our face and we've lost our relationship with oh, our father. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't emphasise enough to all the listeners out there, get these documents in place, find a solicitor who will do them cheaply. Um, you know, they don't necessarily have to be expensive. You can even download an enduring power of attorney off the internet yeah. and get a justice of the peace to sign it. Um, so as long as you've got capacity to make decisions, you can execute one. Um, and I just, yeah, like I said, can't emphasize enough. It, do it, particularly yeah. with blended families, it's yeah, an right. absolute nightmare. An yeah. absolute nightmare. Oh, thank you for calling, Jess. I appreciate you. your story. Victoria in Brookwater, you've gone through this? Yeah, absolutely. It was my partner. We actually, it wasn't a woman involved, it was a man. So my partner's father passed away. He was an only child and the conditions that the mother had left, that the father could stay in the house, that he received everything with a minimal going to the to the grandchildren. But by manipulating that my my partner's son 
got to the hospital, got the will changed, became a power of attorney. Not only became the power of attorney, but then the mint got all the funds to be given to all the grandchildren of which he had control of. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, and that we'd since found out that he could have fought it in the court. It was, kind of, it was a long process, but they could have fought it in the courts because he'd actually, the son had said, oh, I'd sold the house. But in fact, he'd sold the house to himself. Oh. Oh. And it, it, it was, but you can, you can fight it. It does take a long time. And money. Please. Mm. Uh, and it does take a lot of money. But at the end of the day, he had diminished capacity. I mean, he might not have thought he did. But he did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, I wonder how much the courts are filled with this these days. Yeah, oh, they'd be chockers with it. Contesting the yeah. will. As our first call said, I think you've got to, I mean... Do you I, guys have wills? I don't, we don't have one. And we've, we've had our financial advisor, like, harassing us. Yeah. Hearing this, I'm... Doesn't just go to the kids if... No, if you don't have a will, the government keep it all. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's true. No, that's not. That's true. Hey. No. You know what happens when we throw <laughs> oh, out we more stuff? We don't yes, know enough. you're right. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for calling this morning. Uh, what's your story? Mate, um, we were in the similar sort of situation there, but I ended up uh, getting a joint power of attorney, so we felt that was easier than trying to have the other person removed off of there all together, so that way we both had um, a say in what would happen in the worst-case scenario. Right, yeah, okay. Wow, that is, yeah, that is sort of finding a medium, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So your your yeah, mum has another that, partner, and you and that partner have joint... That, that, that's correct. So she's chosen him for... I, I don't agree with the reasons and everything like that, but she's a growing woman and made her decisions yeah. on that. But I just didn't want somebody else having that whole final decision as to, you know, what would happen in a worst-case scenario. And incidentally, she was primary on his side as well and I said to Mum, well, no, Mum, that's no good. You've got to be on there with one of his kids as well. Um, So we did it on both sides as a joint. Good idea. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. that's fair enough. Because I guess if it was your dad that she was still with, he would come to you kids and you would discuss it anyway, you know? So that kind of... Hopefully. Yeah. That's that's correct. I'd assume that's what would happen. My father passed away when I was very young, but I'd assume that's what would happen. You know, you'd sit down and have a discussion about what to do and where to go next with it. Yeah. Good on you. Thank you for calling, Mike. I guess as uncomfortable as the conversations are, people... You have to have them now while everything is... You've got to sit down with your family. You've got to discuss these things. While everyone is healthy and happy. Mm.